No one ever knows what evil lurks in the shadows, what makes its home in the void. A lone group of heroes band together to become the light in that darkness, to face the oncoming storm. I'm Drew, and I'm the Dungeon Master. I'm Jordan, and I'm playing the half-elf sorcerer, Theranor. I'm Ashley, and I'm playing fallen Azamar fighter, Thea. I'm Donnie, and I'll be playing gnomish rogue, Lemmy. I'm Juju, playing a wood elf cleric named Aoife. And I'm Thomas, playing a changeling ranger named Pock. Welcome to Crit Storm. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another exciting episode of Crit Stormcast, where we last left our heroes. They had just left the nest and or had given them yet another mission to visit an abbey. Something's going down. Something mysterious. Something strange. Something possibly to involve the cultists. So you guys had left the nest. You went through the the portal with your magic feathers and, you know, hop, skip, and a jump. There you are, heading through a long, winding road. Yet off in the distance, you can see the outline of a shadowy building. Each of you can feel a rough piece of paper, actually, like, on the inside of your pockets. And if you take it out, there actually is a handwritten note that is given to you. And it reads, This is your final test. This is very important, severely important, that you recover what is inside the Abbey. Our lives are at stake. Signed. It's signed or. (laughs) Signed or. Wait, so these have all just been tests, not actual jobs? (laughs) That's what it says. So this is your final test. I think Or knows we killed that goblin. (laughs) (laughs) I think think he's okay with it. (laughs) I wouldn't say we killed him. I'd say he killed himself. Suicide by proxy. (laughs) Suicide by proxy. (laughs) All right. So you all can head up to what you assume is the Abbey. You are in the right direction. But he didn't tell us what we're looking for, just something inside. The paper says that, you know, recover what is inside. Our lives are at stake. (laughs) We're going to take one of the pews and just bring it back. (laughs) (laughs) Give me a perception check. Everybody give a perception check. Sure. Everybody give a perception check. Oh my gosh. Juliet and I see nothing. (laughs) Donnie, taking a closer look at the backside of the note, you notice that there's like a layer covering the backside of the parchment. And as you start to peel away at it, you find more writing on the inside. It explains to you that there was a priest who was overseeing the abbey himself. However, the abbey has gone into disrepair, much abandoned after the priest's untimely death. It seemed that he had been turned into a vampire and he was, you know, dealt with in the proper vampiric fashion. However, from his decaying body sprung a guiltiest tree. And with that, most of the abbey has been overrun by twig blights and nobody ever wants to go near it. Do I know what a twig blight is? Does Lemmy know what a twig blight is? Because I don't. Uh, you can give me a knowledge of nature. That's not one of my things anymore. <laughs> well, with your 23, not so much a thing anymore. Okay. You remember that a twig blight is its just this weird haphazard of a creature. It's almost as if like someone took a briary bush 
and made like a little person out of it. Okay. And so I that is a swim flight. I consider keeping this information to myself, but then decide it's with, it's in my best interest to alert the group. And I point out that uh, there's more to the note. Okay. So alerting to everyone that obviously something that pertains to your lives being at stake, everyone's lives, according to Orr, which at could stake? include which could include at, everyone. And it's a vampire tree. You don't know that. You don't know anything. You know nothing of my work. <laughs> uh, it could mean all of Taukur. It could mean all of the Diamond Ravens. Who knows? So that's where you got to go and see exactly what is inside. And you share that with everybody else? Yeah. Okay. In a very friendly fashion. <laughs> do you give a... Very mopey emo fashion. Do you, do you give a, a creepy smile? <laughs> I try not to. I try. <laughs> all right. Well, oh, Drew, I'm going to cast Mage Armor just to have it ready because I didn't mention it yet. So Okay, that's fine. Okay. So as you guys make your way up to this abbey, most of it has toppled and degraded. However, the graveyard that is next to the abbey seems to be kept in quite a good uh, like status, but it's not, you know, it's not as kept as, as, you know, groomed as well. But you do notice that a doorway, cellar type of uh, doors, have been opened, leading down. Do they look like they've been opened recently, or just they're open? You know, it's hard to tell. I mean, with everything that has, you know, given this look of the surrounding area, it doesn't seem like you can really tell in a good fashion as to whether or not this is recent. Was it five minutes ago? Uh, if anyone wants to give, like, a survival check, or possibly even, like, an investigation. I suck at both of those, but I'll do it anyway. <laughs> well, Everyone can Ooh, I can. I'm decent at survival. Everybody can help. Yep, that sucks. Ten. Eighteen survival. All right, Miss Ashley. Ooh, Thomas jumped Rolling in the rocks world. today. <laughs> Everybody together, even Jordan's ten. <laughs> you can come to the conclusion that, you know, through, obviously, Ashley, your survival, Thomas, your survival is well contributing. You notice that there are disturbed elements of the terrain. The grass has been stepped on since so much of this has just been left alone and whatever has been overgrown is now flattened out. So you're, see, you're finding footprints in the grass and the dirt. Donnie, with your investigation, you're actually noticing that there was a very well-placed padlock on the, these doors leading down into God knows what. And that has been not so much broken off, but it almost looks as if the metal itself has been melted away. Okay, I point that out. Hey, uh, due to my rogue skills, um, <laughs> I can tell that there was a padlock here. Uh, you can see where it was melted away. Are the are the footprints humanoid or twiggy like? They are human. They are definitely humanoid. Okay. Does anything else around the padlock look melted or just the padlock? Well, I mean, the padlock on the ground that he points out to you, it looks like, you know, the metal had been melted away in order to, you know, break it and pry it off. If you were to take the doors and, like, reclose them, you can see that there are definite scorch marks around where the padlock would have been intertwined to, you know, keep it safe and secure. And it's an old, and it's an old padlock. Like, it's not something new. It's something that has clearly been placed there a long time ago. Seems like a lot of effort to melt a padlock or just burn the doors down or something. Well, they obviously didn't have a rogue with them, whoever was breaking into this. Oh, yeah, obviously. 
It's a good thing we do. <laughs> True. Or maybe they just didn't have the time to make that happen. All right. What are we all doing? Well, us rogues tend to not join cults, so. It's <laughs> <laughs> much more discerning about your deities. <laughs> Should we uh, should we investigate anywhere else around the area, or should we just head on in? Can we hear anything? Would you like to give a listen? Yeah, now I'll probably roll my one. Uh, it's a twenty-three. So you don't you don't really hear anything down below. It's rather quiet, very eerie. So just send. Uh, so does this look like the back entrance? What's the the basement entrance? Well, I mean, with give me a give me a knowledge religion. Okay. All right, clearly with your 23. You can discern that wherever this is leading to, it's not necessarily part of the abbey directly. However, below the abbey itself would be a crypt. So this could possibly, I think this might possibly lead to the crypt. Yes. Sweet. All right, so I'll let, I'll let the party know that this is possibly the crypt and it's uh, possibly going to be filled with undead. I mean... Let's be honest here. That's kind of what happens when we go into these kind of places. Theranor's uh, uh, ears will perk up at Crypt <laughs> and Undead. And he'll look at Donnie and be like, eh? Eh? <laughs> you got your ghoul, ghoul blood or whatever. Now, in keeping with tradition, though, do we enter the obvious way? Or are we going to make <laughs> things difficult by going? <laughs> do we want to find a hedge with a trap door? <laughs> Is there a place that he's not expecting us to go? I'll just tell you right now, this is your only entrance. <laughs> so don't, 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 don't pull the DM's your, learning. don't pull your crap. <laughs> We're going to try every single one of those magic feathers and see if it gets us into here a different way. You can, you can try. All right. Well, all right. if, um, if, if Theranor has got his mage armor on, I guess we can just, we can head on in. Lemmy buckles on his shield and waits for uh, Ashley to walk in first. <laughs> Did you attune to that shield, Donnie? I can't remember. Huh? Did you attune to that shield, or are you just wearing it? Nah, I did attune to it when we were at the... Uh, okay, don't hideout. forget you need to make like a quip every time you use it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he takes a little too long getting ready, waiting for uh, Thea and others to boldly go first. Yeah, Thea, Thea will go first. Theranor will follow her. He likes crypts. Okay. <sighs> I'm going to go last because I'm reluctant. I know what we have to do. I just don't want to be faced with more undead. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So as you guys descend this five foot wide stairwell, uh, stairwell, it gets not necessarily quieter, but slightly a bit colder with each step that you take down the stone stairs. And almost to yourself... The air is becoming a little bit musky. Obviously, these doors have not been opened in quite some time. And I'll bring you guys over to where we are. And as you guys... It appears to be very dark. All I see is black. <laughs> if you go down more closer to the bottom. Um, oh, yeah. There we are. All right. Well, you so, see like an extra 150 feet of black, though. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Who was after uh, Miss Thea? Uh, Theranor was. Okay. So... Going down the stairs, you find yourself into a hallway. And clearly it can round the corner if Miss Thea would like to do so. All right. Is it spooky dark down here? It is spooky dark down here. Do you want me to peek first just because I can see further? Or, I mean, I guess it depends on how big the hallways are here. Well, uh, you have dark vision 60, right? Yeah. yeah. Eh, 
if if you can't see past that, just yell and he'll look, I guess. Right. <laughs> so you're going to go peek around the corner? Yep. All right, then. Okay, so peeking around the corner, you come face to face. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. You just come face to face with this large room, and you can see that it has five sarcophaguses in there, except one has been clearly crushed and destroyed by some rubble that had come from a, uh, a faulty structure over in the uh, left-hand corner of the room, or the right-hand corner of the room. Mm. It looks like I've been here already. <laughs> <laughs> Smashy. It, if video games have taught me anything, as soon as we enter those rooms, those sarcophagi are going to open. <laughs> I just realized that Thea should be British and her catchphrase should be smashing. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You want to just throw a fireball in there and just get rid of it all now? Yeah, it's not as much fun when there's not <laughs> things specifically to burn. Fireballs are expensive. They don't grow on trees. They did. I would have one. <laughs> a fireball tree. Okay. A fireball tree. Yeah. <laughs> I've had a couple of, like fireball necklaces before that were pretty fun. I mean, if I had like a staff of fireball, I guess that would kind of be a fireball tree. Drew, make it happen. I'm on it. I'm on it. All right. Are we going to just stand in the doorway? Do you want to enter inside? Yeah, I'll go in. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Theron will walk in, gently pushing Thea forward so she's in front. <laughs> so, as you're, like, making your way inside, give me a perception. 23. All right. All We're along... getting all our really good rolls know, up now, now before we battle. <laughs> and your attacks are going to be crap. It's going to be great. Oh, it's good no. thing I've been rolling like garbage then, I guess. <laughs> so, all along the walls, you can see that there are markings and carvings of figures Many of the figures have the appearance of a wizard or a witch or some type of cloaked figures. And there are also demonic effigies torturing what appears in your perception as souls before prostrating cloaked figures. You see... Weird decor for an abbey. You see names kind of all along the uh, the bottom halves of the sarcophaguses. And it says, Wachter, Wachter, Wachter. Walker, Walker. No, this is this is Abby normal. <laughs> Inspiration point, Donny. <laughs> I think I have one from the first episode that I've never yeah, you still, never used well, it. <laughs> it's very stale and kind of moldy now. <laughs> all right. If everyone else wants to follow in, you all, you all, yeah. you too can yeah. see all these stone sarcophaguses and these horrifying images. Did Donny's token get smaller? I may have made it smaller. <laughs> I feel like Lemmy is shrinking. <laughs> he's, he's a gnome. He has to shrink. Can't be as big as you guys. He's a pixie now. No. Pixies. Pixie would definitely be much, much smaller. That pointed hat. I don't know why I still wear it. Technically, you wear your top hat, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, I think he would still probably wear his top hat. He's got to look dapper with his fancy boots. My top hat. My pipe plate. My pipe plate. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So these murals, and I, like, study them and see if I can determine, like, the purpose of them. Totally. Or, like... Yeah. Like, maybe, like, a religion check. See if it's... Well, you know what? Uh, if you're going to be looking around, uh, give me an investigation while investigating hey. the uh, the effigies, the carvings, everything about this room. I'm not good at investigation. Lemmy's going to do that, too. Okay. Very much not good at that was a three. All right. Good well, uh, you're three versus Donnie's 23. <laughs> Donnie, you find something is written along the effigies 
you're not sure exactly what it is. It seems rather well hidden within the pictures. But the consistency and the repetition going from like one carving to an X to an X to an X, it's definitely some type of language. Hmm. What, well, does, uh, what does everyone speak or read? Uh, common, draconic, dwarvish, and elvish. Just common, common and celestial. I got primordial, elvish, and goblin, and sylvan. Um, celestial, common, elvish, sylvan. I, I don't remember. going to be abyssal. Uh, common and gnomish. That's it. Hmm. Yeah. Do you still speak thieves' cant, or do you lose that with uh, the conversion? I would imagine I lost it. <laughs> I do. Though. Tell, yeah. Uh, it's it's it. suddenly gone. <laughs> You're like, I, I <laughs> thought I could, but I'm not sure. What happens when you don't practice up with languages? If you don't use it, you lose it. Had to delete that to make room for religious stuff. <laughs> All right. Um. So with celestial. And Donnie can point out, like, the different carvings. You actually find one that's over here on the broken sarcophagus, the one that has been crushed. And you do find a few different pieces that you can string together. And when you start reading it, do you want to read it aloud? Do you want to read it to yourself? Who has celestials? It, we, uh, the, uh... I, think, I think it was... Yeah, I have it. Okay. I do, but I think Lemmy would have it, too, because I think I have it because I'm a cleric. It might depend on your cleric... Uh... Yeah, my, my background didn't change. Like it's still criminal. Yeah. So I didn't. I don't have like the That's acolyte fine. or whatever background. Thea, Thea, Thea can read it. Do you want to read yeah. it? Out, read it out loud to yourself. Uh, I'll read it to the class. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Do you read it in common or do you actually like repeat it in celestial? I'll read it in common so they can understand it. Okay. So <laughs> in common, it roughly translates to enter my crypt and gave my oath. Strahd be the agent. Strahd be the land. Hmm. There's that name again. Have we, I'm trying to remember, have we actually heard Strahd or have we only heard Von Zarevich? You've heard, uh, Zanvar, uh, Von Zarevich. <laughs> <laughs> you've heard that, you've heard that family name from, you know, the historical records and, you know, that one painting that you found in Happy Jack's Funhouse. Mm-hmm. But we haven't heard Strahd yet, right? No, you've not. Oh. And would he be like almost, you know, like mythology to the point of where people might know the name just because he's so like Dracula? So That's not the right word. Yeah, kind of like Dracula. Well, you're not sure. Nothing really comes to like local legend saying of Strahd, or at least nothing that you would have come across. Hmm. Can I do a history check even though I'll fail? You can do whatever you want. Cool. I blow up the Abbey. <laughs> your history in in keeping with all my other roles (laughs) (laughs) you know nothing you know nothing this is true who's Strahd are we thinking that maybe whatever this abbey was was corrupted into like a temple for whoever this Strahd character is do does the cleric with her religion knowledge know anything is there like a deity named Strahd or I'm, I'm not familiar with the name I'm not familiar with what an abbey is. I don't even know what I'm standing on. <laughs> <laughs> and abbey would be, you know, kind of like a church. It's it's like holy ground. I, yeah, I, I know. I was being sarcastic oh, okay. because of my rolling of one gotcha. <laughs> on knowledge history. <laughs> you, you suddenly had a stroke. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, Thea, investigating that sarcophagus, give me a perception check. Oh, and while she's doing that, Drew, does the, the like, crumbled stuff on top of it, does that look like natural crumbling, or does it look like someone might have broken it and smashed that 
sarcophagus on purpose, if I can tell. So give me an investigation into the surrounding oh, sure like, structure. Wonderfully. <laughs> My perception was 23. Ah, okay. Okay, I'm even today. with a with a 13, World of 13. Yeah. looking about into the, the different corners of the room and the structure of the room itself, it doesn't seem like this would have come apart naturally. Okay. I mean, everything it, in here is very old. Does it look like it was smashed from the inside? It definitely looks like it was smashed from the inside. Like, it doesn't look like something, you know, applied so much pressure from up above that it would, you know, crack and uh, permanently damage the structure itself, that it would fall and cave in on itself. This damage Has looks like it was done. <laughs> so it looks like something smashed its way out of this. Maybe. I can't keep track of all the things I've smashed, right. so <laughs> it's possible. So... And the other sarcophaguses, sar- sarcophagi, uh, whatever the plural of that is, is this the only one that had celestial on it? This is the only one that, yeah, like Thea had noticed actually okay. had like celestial on it. Mm. Uh, Almost like this one was smashed on purpose. Mm. Investigating the sarcophagus a little bit more, Thea, you notice that there is something inside. It almost looks like a parchment. Okay. Do people usually bury parchments? <laughs> only the best kinds of parchments. Third best. <laughs> Would you like All right. to retrieve Yeah, I'll him? take, I'll retrieve the parchment. Okay. So retrieving the parchment, it has something written on the, written on it on the inside. And Theranor, since you're so close, you immediately notice that it is a spell. Ooh. And by taking a look give at me, it, give me. it is, uh, it's tongues. Huh. Ooh, that could be handy dandy. That's immediately uh, useful. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. I need to look up. Look, I found a thing, guys. <laughs> I actually, I have it, have it here in my spell cards. I've already got it. No. <laughs> spell grants the creature you touch the ability to understand any spoken language it hears. Uh, but not not written. Mm. Mm. So if we oh, just wait. read what's on the walls, will you understand it? <laughs> is it written in a common alphabet? Or is it like <laughs> its own, own uh, script? Squiggle with a dot, a uh, curvy U-shaped thing with a period below it. <laughs> uh, you know what? Maybe I was trying to find something. Would be a handy spell, though. Um, and when the person that has the spell cast on them speaks, any creature that knows at least one language and can hear the target understands what it says. So it, it's kind of almost like a universal translator spell. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was trying to find to give you a, give you a way to like speak a language. Well, I mean that does. Yeah, but I was wondering if just that not would... read. <laughs> okay, well that that works out then. That works out fine. This feels like something we're gonna need. I'm gonna give it to Theranor. Okay. Like you could you could figure this out. <laughs> in keeping with tradition, Theranor shall put it in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is a tongue spell. It kind of makes sense. Hmm. Okay. No, he'll he'll stow it in his stuff. All right. So you guys are here in this crypt. Right, um, so I'll, I'll turn to Pac. I think the best thing for us right now, and I think you can help us with this, is maybe track um, whoever came down here. Like, do you see any uh, hints as to where they might have gone next? Oh, roll survival check. With the 14, you can notice that, uh, much like up top, the same familiar size footprints are definitely tracking through the remnants of layers and years of dust and they lead up to a wall and then suddenly you're gone 
Are there any, like, uh, scrape marks or disturbances in the dust that might indicate the wall slides or turns or opens or something like that? Would you like to give me survival investigation? <laughs> I'm not sure I would, to be honest, with the way I've been rolling, but hey, let's try it again. I'm going to make a perception <laughs> check to detect secret doors, and I get advantage. All righty. Good. <laughs> I threw an 11. I don't know if that would work. Oh. Nice. <laughs> 29. Thomas actually 20? like walking up to the door. You suddenly disappear, and uh, no one knows where Thomas went. <laughs> he, he found the door. It's because Thomas wasn't there. <laughs> because Pac went up to the wall. <laughs> it's one of those. It's one of those moments where like, where'd he go? Then you just poke your head out, and you're like, hey guys. So <laughs> clearly, going up to the wall, you can see that there is an outline of what would be a secret door. How it opens. That would definitely be another uh, another matter. Start poking stuff. <laughs> Theranor is going to let someone else investigate, because clearly he can't do crap today. Right, I'll do an investigation check. Oh, look at 22. Look at you. All right. So you can definitely find, like, the seams of around the door. With an investigation, you can find the, uh, the locking mechanism. If you'd like to uh, give it a try, see how, uh, see how you can... Uh, Work your work your new thieve magic. Plus six, so nineteen. Okay. Let me pretend to like give pot guidance. Oh, you, you no, put the yes, yeah, exactly like that. That's where the tool goes. <laughs> I I used to Good know work. how to do this. <laughs> All right. So with your newfound roguey skills, you're able to pop the locking mechanism, and the secret door opens. Cool. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> do we uh i guess that works too i mean I do you want to just... smash it i mean it's I already did. open but i guess you could <laughs> i did i did i really did <laughs> i'm sure there's going to be more opportunities in the in the future all right <laughs> she sounds so disappointed <laughs> <sighs> fine i just haven't gotten to hit anything for a while guys and I got this new hammer. Oh, yeah, you haven't used it yet. No, I haven't. no, she hasn't. All right. Shall we? <laughs> Meanwhile, I find magical items and everyone takes them or they don't work for me. <laughs> I just gave you a spell, man. That's, I know. She gave you a spell and you, and you That's have. not a magical item. You have Handrew. Do I? Where is he? <laughs> I, he's somewhere, it's but he's, he's there. He's there. Use your imagination. And you have nope. a. Just like the audience <laughs> has to. <laughs> And you have a dark mantle cloak. That's just, but that's beneath a, a, ru- a rubble. I don't remember. I gave it to the flesh golem and then the building collapsed around him a la, like, Last Crusade. And he <laughs> yeah. just stood in the doorway with his hand up. It was very sad. I just assume when he's not, like, aiding in combat, Andrew is in, like, the Al Bundy, like, in your pants. <laughs> just tucked in. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Shall we continue forward? Let's. Okay. There are no bones in this room, Drew. I mean, if you wanted to, like, open, open the, the sarcophagus, you could. <laughs> That's probably not a good idea. <laughs> or it's a really good idea. <laughs> All right. The hallway extends before you. All right. Uh, down it. All right. So as you are heading down the hallway from out behind you, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Theranor leaps a cultist. Fireball. <laughs> Well, no, he's gonna he's gonna swing he's gonna swing his knife at you. Not nice. It's incredibly rude, actually. Twenty one to hit you. That does hit. Dealing three damage as he stabs you in the back, and he gives a yell down the hall. They're here! They're here! 
Well, if he's going to be a jerk, then I'm going to... Can I take a reaction? Uh, well, I mean, he stabbed you. That was his, like, surprise round. And if everybody wants to, like, roll for initiative now to, like, take out this guy... Because reaction is in reaction to an action. Does it only work when you're not surprised? I mean, usually a reaction, I, I a reaction <laughs> is, like, specific to something. You is know what I mean? flat-footed a thing in this it, system? No, 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 okay. no it's not. It, so it's uh, it's in reaction to taking damage, Drew. Oh, well then, I mean, what what is it exactly? Hellish rebuke. I mean, if, if it's if it's a reaction into taking damage, then yeah, that's a specific reaction. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yes. In that case, uh, Theranor will point his finger at him, and the creature that damaged is momentarily surrounded by hellish flames. The creature must make a dexterity saving throw, or it takes 2d fire damage, or 2d10 fire damage on a failed save. Jesus Christ. Half dude. as much unsuccessful. <laughs> Eat it. 10. No. And he takes how much? <laughs> 2d10. Well, roll your... F- Hellish flames. Eat it. Uh, eight damage. Not very good. All right. Well, that is uh, that is one dead cultist. <laughs> good. <laughs> Serves him right. Did I? Was I able to like see this happen uh, from where I am? Oh yeah. Like as Thea and Theranor were going down the hallway, immediately from out of the shadows, jumps a cultist, stabs Theranor in the back. And screams, they're here, they're here. To which Theranor turns around, looking very irritated. <laughs> yes. Does, like, the finger gun bang. <laughs> <laughs> Did the double fingers. <laughs> and he, and the cultist goes up in flames and immediately falls to the ground, smoldering. And they're hellish flames, so they're probably, like, you know, icky and green or something. Sure, sure. Whatever, whatever color is uh, suiting your fancy. Sweet. So I... Uh, uh, Aoife probably was about to say watch out but before she could even get what <laughs> all this happened and she's just standing there like in shock do you still want us to roll for initiative or? well I mean you know what honestly his reaction would take place before that so no no need <laughs> yay no need well I like my warlock level <laughs> <laughs> all right well round uh Round the corner, Miss Thea. You can continue going if you would like. All right. Okay. She's a little more ready to smash things now. She's a little more ready. She's got her hammer. All right. Well, you're gonna like ten feet, five feet. How far are we going ahead? Okay. Uh, I don't know. To like there. Okay. So as you continue forward, it starts to get a little bit more uh, illuminated, and immediately you can see two cultists waiting in this room. Knives drawn. They're ready for you. Their friend alerted. Smashy, smashy. Their friend alerted them. Oh, I'm ready for them, too. All right. Was everyone else going to be uh, following in tow? Yes, I will step over the charred body. (laughs) Follow. (laughs) Are these uh, little side corridors all the sarcophagi as well? They seem to be, yeah, some type of, you know, structure that is uh, either looking very similar to a sarcophagus or something else. Never know. Might have to open it to find out. Later. <laughs> Later. All right. Can I just run up and hit this guy? <laughs> you just want to... <laughs> I just... Yeah, I'm just going to hit him. She's <laughs> got a new hammer, Drew. She wants to yeah. use it. She, she wants to use a new hammer. Sure. The last time I saw these cultists, they left me tied up in a basement. I'm over mm, it. Yeah, it's you personal are. for you. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah this, is, this is very true. They killed all my family. Burnt our rosemary farm to the ground, you know. <laughs> rosemary farm. <laughs> Very specific. That must fields have smelled of, really good. Fields upon fields of rosemary. Well, all the burning flesh kind of covered up the... Oh. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, would it? Because it might just smell like a really good rose. Yeah. Yeah. Mary is it did powerful. for a minute. <laughs> well, you can take your hit, and then everyone can roll initiative. Let's see. So my new one gives me a plus two to attack, but I don't have it in my thing. So so you, you definitely hit with a 12. Yeah. I think it's a 14, technically. Yeah, and it looks like 14 damage. You, you murder the man. <laughs> smashy, smashy, he dies. Yay. Yeah. All right, and if everyone wants to uh, roll initiative, can see exactly what Oh happens. my gosh. Hey, you know what? Get, get your bad rolls out right now. I clearly need to just stick with the spells where I don't have to roll anything All because right. I just rolled another one. <laughs> well, I'm going to... I'm going to assume Why Thomas... Why does it say 22.16? It's going to... Because it, Donnie has pie for initiative, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> I don't All know. Right. Uh, well, Thomas I mean, is clearly like going to go first. In Starfinder, they'll have, like... They'll add your other bonuses and stuff, so if there's a tie, then it it goes to, you know, whatever that is. I don't <laughs> know why it's in there like that. That's interesting. Uh, okay. Yeah, I've never seen that before. So, Thomas can go first. Um, from around the corner, Thomas, you clearly heard the familiar soundings of Thea smashing something. Whether it be stone, a person, you didn't hear the recognizable thud of a rather hard structure. You might determine it's a body. <laughs> it probably was kind of squishy sounding. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll move to here and I'll shoot. Okay. You see one cloaked figure on the ground, uh, possibly with half a face, and the other is uh, standing there wielding a dagger. Oh, that was close to a one. <laughs> 23 to hit. Jesus. Um, yes. <laughs> 11 points of damage. All right. Your arrow plunges into the man's chest. He falls backwards to the ground. He's not moving. Is there anybody else in here? No. There is no one else in this room. I like the uh, the red effect you're putting on them for being dead. I don't recall us seeing that before. I started doing that in another game that I run with my students, and it just makes it easier to track like who's dead instead of actually just uh, adding the health bars. Or turning them on their side. <laughs> or turning them sideways. <laughs> yeah, it's easier just to, like, you know, change the tent of the uh, the token. That's cool. I didn't I think for Thea's, you need to, like, stretch it out so that you can indicate it's flattened, though. <laughs> <laughs> just pancake it. That's only I on... I mean, the red's pretty accurate. I imagine there's a lot of blood. Yeah. <laughs> Flat- flattening the token itself is only on Thea's turn. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I'm going to do a perception check in the room to see if I notice anything special. Yes, sir. Special. Go for it. 18. Jesus, even on a 9. Um, so nothing else. Nothing seems like typically out of place. I mean, for your own familiarity of going into crypts before, much like at the Blue Chapel, it seems like things in here would be completely right. You have, you know, jars that you could assume are filled with, you know, embalming. <laughs> Lots of hands. Uh, embalming fluid, possibly <laughs> even holy water, uh, or even things that had been brought down down here as offerings uh, for the dead. Some Things that just uh, clearly have been here for a good long while. The only real disturbance in your surroundings is the dirt and dust that has been, you know, kicked up. And clearly the footprints belonging to the cultists and you can see even more <laughs> and, and the fresh corpses and and two fresh corpses right now uh and you can even see uh more going off into the uh the distance down the hall and there's another little hallway leading this way do these cultists have anything on their bodies would you like to look that's why i asked 
Oh, I thought you were like examining the room. Examining everything. Yeah, that's fine. In the past, I don't think they've ever had anything tasty. Not, not necessarily. Like still worth checking. But you can totally go for it. Uh, roll me a, a d12. Oh. So you find a rather interesting looking dagger, Mr. Puck. It's very ornate. Seems like it would uh, cut through human flesh exceptionally well. (laughs) I'll even give you an image of it. There. Uh, Oops. I'll just put it out there real quick for everyone to see. That's what your dagger looks like. Kind of cool. It's nifty. It's all twisty. I know. I hold it out towards Lemmy. (laughs) Lemmy? (laughs) <laughs> I'm actually not in the room. Lemmy is hanging back in the hallway. You got a, a nice, creepy-looking dagger. Um, for the purposes <laughs> for the purposes of mechanics, uh, if you were to specifically attack someone who is human, uh, it would do 2d4 piercing damage. Nice. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. It's double. Yeah. Well, uh, and he Ed turns around, and since she doesn't see Lemmy, he calls out to him, Lemmy, are you there? Yeah, I was just, uh, everything happened so fast, I was uh, just hanging back here still. What What are you- I found a dagger. <laughs> Would you like it? Sure. It seems to go right with your uh, normal set of skills. Yeah, it does. <laughs> doesn't it? <laughs> he, like, awkwardly sheaths it, like, on his belt. <laughs> Thanks. I'll use that when I want to cut people. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Actually, I probably will because 2D4 is. Nah, it's, 2D4 is pretty tasty. Yeah. yeah on a dagger. <laughs> it's like, dang, I'm going to go back to Rogue. <laughs> All right. You guys have uh, successfully dis- uh, dispatched the two cultists who were uh, remaining in this room. Onward and forward. Still looking about. Uh, we should probably follow these tracks. I think they'll lead us to the wherever these cultists are doing their evil stuff. I've never understood quite how it works or what the point of it is, but my passive perception is 19 now, so... Yeah, rogue passive perception is great. Mine rogue, dropped a yeah. lot. The passive perception, so uh, anything that would be needing, like, a, a perception check to where you're going to be passively just, like, noticing, like, if someone, like, ran it's off... It's kind of your awareness, Yeah, it's right? like your awareness. Like, if someone ran off in the distance out of, out of your peripheral vision, and I would say, like, did someone notice that? Make a perception check. You'd be all like, yeah, totally, I saw that. Who didn't see that? Uh, same thing... Can it also help, like, prevent surprise attacks on yeah, you and whatnot? Yeah, mm-hmm, it could. Yeah. R- adding the rogue passive perception is stupidly good. <laughs> yeah, I dropped from 19 to 16 passive perception. Oh, no. <laughs> and Drew, this thing in the center of the room, it's just kind of like a little table or something. Yeah, right? it's kind of like a little altar. Uh, you could okay. uh, you could take a look at it if you want. I mean, it doesn't seem like anything yeah. has necessarily been disturbed on it. I'll, I'll glance at it really quick just because it's there and already likes this stuff. Yeah, sure. Give me a perception. No. <laughs> I don't want to roll dice. <sighs> 16. That's not terrible. Okay. So, I mean, with the 16, it doesn't seem like anything has necessarily been uh, disturbed or moved on it. However, whatever was on it has been broken. Hmm. And it seems like it was uh, a tiny little jar has been like smashed and whatever obviously was in it uh, is in between the little bits of uh, broken pottery. Can I see what was or was it just like gunk? So if you like, you know, break apart the little bits of pottery, uh, pottery inside and whatnot, uh, you can see not only uh, little fragments of bone, but also what maybe through the passage of time are really delicately dried out rose petals. Hmm, weird. Would 
any of us know what that might be or have been? Or is it just pretty, like, standard embalmy stuff? I mean, who knows? I mean, it could have been left by someone who was paying respects. Maybe it, the little jar itself was a tiny urn. Who knows? You're Nothing says paying respects quite like a jar full of bone and rose petals. <laughs> Maybe it's all they had, Jordan. <laughs> there are lots of ways to make potpourri. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess we can keep moving. Check sure. your potpourri-vlage. Potpourri-vlage. Uh, Drew, while they're uh, looking at bases and uh, dead cultists and stuff, <laughs> let me down here, uh, unseen by the rest of the group, um, sort of reaches out his hand and imbues this corpse with unlife and raises it as a zombie. All right. <laughs> Do I hear him casting spells back there? I, I <laughs> can't hear spells. I doubt yes, it. Yes, you can. There are verbal components. <laughs> He's muttering He's not quietly. He's shouting it, yeah. So let's say it clearly. Otherwise, things might happen incorrectly. <laughs> I'm going to turn the, the cultist into a, a, a light tent of green for you. <laughs> so then Lemmy's going to join the group and say, uh, Hey, uh, did you guys get like a pet after you killed these cultists? <laughs> I don't know if it has something to do with, like, Theranor using that paw, or I don't know exactly what happened, you know, that time way back when I died. But you know how I have this weird affinity uh, for undead creatures. This this guy's just following me around. I think we got a, 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 a pet So as he say, as he's, like, announcing that, from around the corner, Juju, you do see the cultist who is clearly set ablaze by Theranor rounding the corner. Uh, no. Dead things need to stay dead. No, nah, no, nah, it's, it, it's cool. He's like, he, he apparently obeys my commands. I'm not, I'm not real sure how, like, what just happened here. But, uh... Theranor is very, very interested in this. <laughs> uh, I, I think we can use this thing to uh, help us fight. I'm, lo- can, I'm uh, loving where this is going. Can Theranor do an insight on Lemmy? Sure, I mean... Can let me do a deception on If you, well, if I mean, you think it's, that it's if you think he's lying. Oh, Ooh, I don't think I'm going to beat that. Do it. See, the interesting thing will be is if you don't. <laughs> oh, close. oh, so close. Um, <laughs> three insight versus gonna, like, 20 deception. So you don't necessarily believe him when he says, like, I don't know, something mm-hmm. happened. And uh, yeah, look <laughs> at that. He, he's going to raise an eyebrow at Lemmy. Just look at him and just say, that's interesting. <laughs> And uh, start looking down the hallway <laughs> or the, the next uh, area. Okay. Let me, we'll like kind of tug on the bottom of Juju's cloak in a childlike manner and be like, no, nah, look, watch. And he'll uh, toss some stones and command the zombie to juggle and it'll do it poorly and fail miserably. But <laughs> it, he'll display that it obeys his commands. Oh my God. It's almost like a circus act. A very... Yeah. Eerie circus Macabre. act. <laughs> it's like that uh, big oaf we have back at the ogre's eye. Uh, uh, a lumbering henchman. It's not quite like Farron. <laughs> <laughs> so Aoife looks down at Lemmy and she has like that face like her eyes are like squinting just like pondering like what is taking place? Why is this zombie nice? Why is he a zombie? Why is he here? But seeing that the zombie does try to juggle and is seemingly not attacking. <laughs> this is her 
This is her measure for morality. Hmm. Well, it did turn to jungle, so I guess it's okay. <laughs> well, it's not. It's not. She doesn't see like it's not attacking. And Lemmy's like, huh? Huh? But. Uh. Okay. Well, I'm not. I'm not sure why this is alive again, and why it's listening to you. But I don't see any reason to kill it again. Uh, it seems like it's taken <laughs> but... a liking to me, so might as well use it, right? And, um, Drew, would this be considered an undead? Oh, yeah. It, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, un, it's undead. Yeah. It's very much undead. <laughs> it was dead, and now it's un. <laughs> well, you know, there's zombies, re-deads, undeads. There's a whole semantics. Anyway. It is a zombie. Um, <laughs> Reanimator, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let me, if I, if I channel divinity, this is gonna be destroyed, just to let you know. Um, but for now, if it's gonna be an ally... Uh, I'll let it live. Eh, no harm, no foul. I mean, if it uh, helps us, great. If you gotta do something big, go nuts. The moment this thing does something wrong, it's, I'm telling you, it's dead. So don't get too attached to it, okay? Oh yeah, absolutely. We're not keeping it around like Andrew. <laughs> Andrew can't be uh, turned. <laughs> That's true. He can't be turned. I'm glad. Which we almost. <laughs> I'm glad we figured we that out. Fearful. I'm glad we figured that yes, out. Yes, I'm glad too because he was going to blow up. <laughs> well, I know if he would have blown up, you don't. You don't even want to know what happened to your hand. <laughs> I do, kind of, actually. <laughs> but yeah, the no. Curious part uh, of me is I'm sure this is just some weird side effect of you know the shenanigans we've been up to. So. All right, uh, well, and it's not coming back with us either. Nah, of course not. <laughs> also, Fano knows his spells, and he knows there's no side effect to the spell like that. <laughs> but he's not saying anything because he's curious. Okay. And Very don't, curious. don't, I, if it touches me, if it gets too close to me, it's game over, okay? Because I don't play. Let me, like, let me, like, dresses the zombie down and says, look, I expressly command that you do not touch Aoife. Aoife is satisfied with this, and she's gonna back up and let it pass her. The zombie offers a handshake. I refuse. <laughs> he gives you, like, an oh. air high five. <laughs> They're just gonna head down this little stairway. Okay. I mean, you just come to a uh, an empty opening. Nothing... Boring. Nothing in particular about it. <laughs> boring. I find, I find all the boring rooms. <laughs> uh, nothing of note in here no, other just, than you know, rocks on the ground. Empty. Maybe a little bit of debris. <sighs> he sighs and comes back up. All right. Time to move on? I think so. Okay. Time to move on. Go find some more cultists. There you go. So as you <laughs> head down the hallway, you inevitably come to sort of like a fork in the road. You have two doors straight ahead. Split the party. Or you can go off to the left. Uh, and you know, always go left. Good yeah, adventures always good go left. Good adventures go left. <laughs> so I'm going to kick that door in. Okay. You... Kick that door in. Kicking the door in leads you down another hallway where towards the end of it, it clearly looks as if you could see some bodies. All right. I'm going to head that way. All right. Heading that way and moving towards you find dun, 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 dun. cultists. <laughs> Can I just <laughs> run up and hit this one? Oh, Jesus. No. It's no preamble at all. Just I know, no preamble. No preamble at all. Nothing. Just run up silence. Yeah. All right. You do it to it. It's like that scene in Monty Python and the Holy Grail where uh, Lancelot is charging at yeah. the castle. He's just killing the wedding party. 
<laughs> That's a 17 to hit. 17 does hit, and with your 8 damage. 10 damage. 10 damage. That's right, it's a plus 2. Uh, yeah, you you uh, you kill this cultist. So 12 damage then, right? Nope. Because you're plus, you get 2 from your dueling style, or does that 8 include the plus 2 from the magic hammer? Um, The magic hammer is only to attack. It's okay, regular it's not plus damage. damage. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Drew didn't want to give me more damage. I, I, think, <laughs> I, we're, I think we were very clear on the understanding here. <laughs> Less is obviously more. <laughs> okay. Am I able to use my second attack to hit the other guy, or do I get? Uh, do they need to be within proximity? I mean, it's. Uh, I mean, I could move. Well, can you? Can you? I, I, I didn't. Think so. I didn't think you could split up movement. Yes, you can split movement. Can you? Yeah. Thank you. Yep. Yes. Thank yeah, you, Thomas. Funny. I am incorrect. See, this is why Thomas is here to help me with rules. I always forget that too. <sighs> well, <laughs> splitting your movement. <laughs> Walk up and hit. That's a twenty-six <laughs> to hit and a fourteen damage. All right. Well, he dies. <laughs> Theroner will like have had a finger pointed at him to cast a spell, and he just drops and is like, oh, well, all right. Let's his arm fall. All right, then. Well, that's your surprise round. <laughs> I, I yell back Christ. and I just say, got another two. Oh, good Lord. It still only counts as one. <laughs> it still only counts as one. <laughs> All right. Well, as you have smashed those uh, cultists in the face, you can hear from inside this room some voices. Friendly voices? <laughs> Probably not. Nah, definitely, definitely not some friendly voices. You can hear, like, no, they must not. Get back, get back. And from where you are, you can kind of see this guy. Even Lemmy mm-hmm. can see, like, the coattails of this dude. Theranor, you can kind of see straight ahead. Pock, I bet you could even see the corner of this guy's arm from, from around there. So from inside, yeah, yeah, I'd say you definitely have... You know, line of sight. You can see. <laughs> That'd be a sweet shot <laughs> from within side. So, uh, if you guys want, I could bank it off of here and hit this guy. <laughs> <laughs> and thus, the game of pool was invented. So, if you guys want to roll initiative, or do you want to like run into the room? Oh, I'd probably do initiative first. Okay. Thus, the game of pool was invented. Later, they changed it away from arrows after many players died. Right. <laughs> oh, thank God! I- a twelve for Theranor. Another 22.16. Good guy. Okay, well, I, <laughs> I thought I was going first. I have an 18. Okay. Does your zombie go uh, at the same time as yeah, you? Yeah, sure, the zombie can go so. on his turn. Uh, I have a right. 20. Juju had a... Yours was the 11? Yeah. Okay. And then... Okay. So, Donnie can go first. Let me uh, just uh, nods at Shamblesworth and, you know, telepathically <laughs> orders him to charge into the room. So he's going to just <laughs> run in and claw at the, the middle guy and kind of block the doorway. You I see you finally gave up on True Strike, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's as, fun as to cast. Uh, I don't know if it's fun to actually use. <laughs> so as your new little uh, pet kind of like sh- literally shambles in, to the uh into the room you just hear them like remark and kind of call out to him like brother brother what are you doing it's kind of crispy <laughs> <laughs> what have they done to him all right so i guess he attacks uh yeah um i don't know what his stats are the description for animate dead says 
The DM has the creature's game statistics. <laughs> oh, so so I do. Okay, so if he's so he's a Taurus. So if he's going to hit, he'll he'll just do like a slam attack. Okay. So, so we'll have him slam. A seventeen hits for the slam. Cool. Doing five damage to who is he attacking? The middle guy. Middle guy. Okay. All right. So the middle guy has taken damage. Donnie, would you like to do anything else on your turn, or you just send in the uh, send in the zombie? I'm gonna hang back. Okay. Well, it is my turn now. This cultist is definitely going to be attacking his brother, who just decided to slam him. Totally, uh... Did that even come out? Did that attack? Why did that roll so many? Uh, it only rolled two. Oh, did it? It, it rolled to yeah, hit it. Oh, it hit the four. Okay, there it is. There it is. Sorry, I was mixing it up with the other ones. Okay, so it, it, it hits with a 14. It deals five damage to your guy. He currently has 22... Well, he had he had 22 hit points. He now has 17. Okay. So... Yeah, he... Had tw- yeah, he does, when it revives as a zombie, does it get more? Yes, it does. Oh. oh. That's handy. Yeah. Part of being undead. Zombies are harder to kill than cultists. They still burn <laughs> just as well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The other cultists will uh, take an attack on him. He does hit as well, dealing another five damage, taking him down a little bit more. And finally, the third cultist will also get an attack. Hitting again, dealing four more damage. Well, that is their turn. But, uh, Miss Juju, My turn. it's now yours. All right, so I'm going to move up to right here. Uh-huh. Right, um, right, over, right over a dead body? Yep, just stepping right over that dead body. Okay. We're straddling it. I don't know. <laughs> it's more of a pudding at this point anyway. <laughs> okay, so I'm straddling the pudding, and then I can see... I can see this guy, right? Oh, yeah. Behind you, the well, zombie. You can see him, yeah. He's definitely behind uh, Lemmy's pet. All right. I am going to cast Sacred Flame. Um, oh, no. I think I get extra damage now that I am... Are we... What level are we? Six. Six. So, yeah. you oh, yeah. You, you get to uh, look at the bottom of the spell. Sure. So, I am going to cast Sacred Flame. And so, um, he has to succeed on a dexterity saving throw. All right. Well... He will give you his dex. What's, what's your spell, sir? Oh, okay. How about a how about an eighteen? Oh. Wow, he saves. Yeah. Uh, as a bonus action, I'm going to cast um, spiritual weapon. Okay, that's good. So that's a melee against him at level two. You got to get your your spiritual weapon. Cool looking spiritual weapon. You should make it green and glowy. I, well, that didn't work. Uh, I was trying to use roll twenty to do it. Hang on a minute. I remember last time I gave it a. Uh, you have to set it up as an actual attack for the spell cast to work. Just I did. I made a bright blue. Yeah. Nice. But I get another. Or did it roll two d8? Yeah, it did. Cool. Except it only showed ten damage, but the dice say fourteen. Well, it's fourteen. Well, that's weird. Well, fourteen hit, but it rolled two d8, but only shows ten damage on the. Roll twenty card thing, yeah, because it only counted one d eight. So you, it's normally oh yeah, it's normally one d eight plus four. So it only counted the six plus a wisdom modifier. I think it rolls two in case there's like a crit. Yeah. Well, either way, well, it, it, either yeah. either amount of damage honestly kills him. So <laughs> he falls over dead. He did. <laughs> he did. And now can you move it? Or well, you already did a bonus action because you cast it as a bonus, right? Yeah. So as a bonus action on my turn, I can move it. So that would be my next turn. I could do another bonus action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One down. Okay. Well, Thea. All right. Again. <laughs> uh, I'm going to run in, and I'll go after the guy to the right first. You do it to it. Oh. Is that a, is that, oh. Is that a one? 
That's a one. That's a one. Roll them like Theranor. Ooh, it's a one. Let's get that fum- fumble chart. Fumble chart. All right. Roll me a d20. All right. Pulled muscle. I need you to uh, roll me a constitution saving throw. No, another one! (laughs) Hey, get get them ones out of the way now. Okay, so you failed the constitution saving throw. The strain of combat literally causes you to pull a muscle in your arm, your upper body. It's in pain. You now have disadvantage on your attack rolls and ability checks that require upper body strength until you have completed a long rest or receive magical healing. Quick, tie your hammer to your foot. (laughs) Just kick it. (laughs) All right, so I have disadvantage. Yep, unless until you get get a long rest or you receive magical healing. Magical healing. Okay, Um, but I can still do my second attack. It's just disadvantage, correct? Mm Mm-hmm. He is used to pulling muscles out of other people's bodies. Oh, and that was a 20. And that was a 20. (laughs) Well, okay. It's still still 17 to hit. Yeah, I think you're going to hit no matter what. I don't think it really mattered. (laughs) Were you attacking the same one? Yeah. To the right? So that is 11 damage. All right. Well, even even at disadvantage, you still kill him. I have been just hitting a lot of things that makes sense. I'd pull a muscle. Right. All right. That really checks out. (laughs) Okay. And for your own viewing, since you have kind of made your way in here, you can actually see the rest of this this room. All right. Well. I bet that thing in the middle is important. That thing in the middle is always important. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, Thea is done. Theranor. Oh, you mean I get to do something? Thea didn't kill everyone? No, there's one left. <laughs> there is one I left. I um, one if, for you. See, if I move she's here, generous. Drew, can I, can I get him? Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd give it to you, honestly. Then in that case, let's keep getting Warlocky. I am going to use an Eldritch Blast on him. So, I will actually remember that I'm beyond level five and I can fire two bolts. <laughs> 26 to hit. You're- Here's the second bolt. Okay, bo- both of them hit. 24. Come on. So- <laughs> <laughs> damage is 2d10 11 damage uh yeah he uh he falls over dead crackling force energy and then i'll just use the rest of my move to move him okay pock everybody's dead right Every, well i mean everybody is dead yes but i mean it's still his turn i'm gonna wait till everybody else goes in first okay that's fine does anybody else want to like enter that room uh the zombie's still standing in the way right yes Lin- then I am not entering the room. <laughs> Lemmy has not commanded no, after it. After the fight is over, he'll he'll come back to to you. Uh, yeah, to assume bodyguard position. Sure, he's gonna walk right past you, Eva. <laughs> <laughs> he Just- like exaggeratedly like slinks up against the wall to avoid touching her shimmies <laughs> now I will proceed into the room sure 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 I want to look at the thing in the middle ooh 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 okay so you see this uh this kind of like altar in a sense and there is a uh, a metal box sitting on that altar can I look at the box you can look at the box I look at the box <laughs> do you want me to like percept or investigate well I mean like yeah like I mean are you just like are you just like making your way around it? Are you looking for something intrinsic about it? 
uh, it kind of want to see. Does it have anything on it? Does it? Is it like just a regular old little metal box it, that it almost open? it almost seems like it is a uh, like a caraway like you uh, like a lockbox that you can you okay. know carry around with you. It does have a handle on top. Um, oddly enough, it also has little slits along the sides towards the top of the uh, sides. Animal breathe holes. Never know. Is it like a donation box or something? <laughs> Piggy bank. It's got the coin slots. Um, does it appear to be locked? It's like, does it have a lock it on does, it? It does have a lock on it. Theranor will very exaggeratedly look over at Lemmy and say, Hey, Lemmy, do you want to check this for traps or maybe unlock it? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I would. But uh, I, um, Puck uh, should continue his training. So uh, let's let, let, let's let him take a crack at it. I will. I'll offer guidance, of course. <laughs> Can you literally offer guidance now? <laughs> I'm sure he could. It doesn't mean it's going to necessarily help, but he could offer whatever he wants. <laughs> yeah, just, no, you know, just I meant the, the guidance there. spell. Yeah. Oh, the guidance spell. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh. thought, I thought you meant like metaphorically. <laughs> it's a cleric spell usually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or a, uh, is, or a bard um, spell. Yeah. Is healing hands a magical healing? Yeah, that would be magical healing. All right, I'm going to do that to gonna, myself. you going to cast I, it on yourself? Yeah, I don't have any damage taken out, but... That's fine. I, I like to think my... with your with your two rolls, your first natural 20, you <laughs> popped your shoulder back into place with your hammer, <laughs> and then you hit it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. With your with your you know magical healing, your shoulder is feeling rather rather better. Nothing she hasn't dealt with before. Right. That was a twenty four on perception. Oh, okay. To uh, examine the box of the lock. Yeah. Okay. Checking for traps, right? Yeah. Yep. So good. Uh, cool. Good. Good looking out there. Good technique. So as you are examining the <laughs> box, you hear something kind of like scruff around inside. Is air holes. <laughs> Maybe it's another hand. I was about to say, I think there's another hand or Hands inside. don't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know? Have you ever tried suffocating a hand before? Good points. <laughs> do you want to peek inside through the holes, the slits? No. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? I value my eyes. <laughs> Can we see anything? Like, without jamming your face up there, is there anything visible through the holes? It's pretty dark inside. I mean, unless you Drew. unless you're going to hold some... Drew. What? 150 feet of dark vision. Oh, what am I... <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was dealing with normal people. No, that's fine. Okay. Do you want to take a peek inside the uh, slit holes? Without, like, jamming my face up there. Sure. In case something gets pointy. Sure. So, kind of peering inside. Whoa. What the heck happened to Pac? Thomas, where'd you go? <laughs> huh? He just, like, went flying off the map. Oh, no, he just stretched. <laughs> what? He stretched yourself to another dimension. <laughs> what happened? Okay, there he is. There you okay. Are. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now we know this is a side effect of Thomas stretching his character. Classic rogue skill. <laughs> yeah. All right. Looking inside the box, you see a very familiar set of eyes, but ones that don't blink back. They simply stare, unmoving, lifeless, and you hear. Oh, Theranor's in the box. And you hear yeah. a very familiar voice that says, "Oh, it's you. We can play." Oh, good God! Fireball. <laughs> but they have to go. They have to go now. And it's Susie or whatever. Sally. Sally. Well, no, no, you recognize. Annoying. You know Sally's voice. It's definitely not Sally. Is it Jack? Oh, okay. Oh, so. Okay. 
with with him with the words coming from the box saying, but they have to go. They have to go now. It's important so we can all go home. And with that, you hear this grating sound as one of the lids from this, this back sarcophagus shoves to the ground and writhing up out of it, bones cracking as they hug this contorted, lifeless corpse. But a face rises up. You see that whatever used to be its clothing possibly resembled, you know, priest clothing, maybe something of someone who attended to the church, but it is destroyed, ripped and shredded to pieces. Blood shot eyes focus very much so on Eutheranor and Thea. And you just hear a single voice call out in a raspy, raspy tone. You should not be here. You will fail. You have failed to pay homage to our Lord in this unholy place. You will never leave. It shall be your tomb. And this creature rises from the stone sarcophagus. And as he does so, the rest of the lids in the room start to rattle. Thank you for weathering the storm with us. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CritStormCast. Rate and review on Apple Podcasts, and please recommend us to your friends. Look to the horizon for more Crit Storms. <laughs> <laughs>